Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, part two, one pretty overwhelming minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Amendes of the News. I'm Chris. Welcome back, Chris. Glad to be here. All right. Well, today we are going back to minute 45, which begins with uh, Marty getting out of the way of some bikers as they as they circle the square, uh, which I know sounds like an oxymoron. And yet, Golden thunder. Uh, and ends with uh, us possibly learning the amazing history of the Tannen family. Um, so, yeah, lots of things to unpack in this minute. My gosh. Uh, lots of things. So I want to start with... Um, I mean, first of all, I love that the the middle of the square has just turned into like a parking lot. Like it's like the place that you go to hang out and 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 buy drugs or whatever. Like it's just terrifying. It's it's pretty horrifying. Yeah. Um, and partying I, uh, on cars. Yeah, I don't. I don't it's just. Just cars parked everywhere. Fires I love that one cars. of the signs, one of the signs that this is a bad neighborhood is that there's a car parked in front of a fire hydrant. <laughs> <laughs> and there are so many strip clubs. So many. Well, okay. So here's what what is going on in uh, in 1985, uh, the Biff horrific timeline. So obviously you have Biff Biff Tannen's Pleasure Paradise. Casino owned a hotel taking the place of the uh, courthouse, um, which the is, law is no longer necessary. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, and then you've got a store called Dee's Delight, mm-hmm. um, which is a small bar. Uh, seems to be. Yeah, it seems to be some sort of bar that advertises nude barmaids. And uh, the tank, the tank rolls out in front of... Oh, yeah, of the tank. <laughs> you worship her. She worships you, Tanya, exotic sex goddess. Yeah, there is uh, there Next is to a Tanya's. bail bonds place. Yeah, uh, bad rap bail bonds. Tanya's is a prostitution house, brothel. Um, also, there's a tank. You- we, we shouldn't bury the lead there. There's, there's a tank rolling around on the streets. Yeah, it's just hanging out. You know. On oh, the streets. And then I think, is this the last business that gets uh, attention? Like right there, toxic waste reclamation plant. Just, you know, in the middle of the city square, right next to the hotel and casino. Yeah. Toxic waste reclamation plant. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the last featured uh, part of the square. You will, you can also see, um, there's also, uh, there's a bar called the Hellhole. Like, oh, a, nice. like a bar and strip club. Uh, I think everything is slash a strip club in this place. Yeah, nude next barmaids. To that is yeah, a place nude barmaids is right, the nude barmaids are right next to the toxic waste reclamation plant that yeah. cannot be OSHA approved. <laughs> no, um, OSHA next, actually only works there on weekends. Next <laughs> to the hellhole is uh, and she's is a awesome. Place called Bangkok, which is a masseuse. Uh, of course it is. Seuss joint. Yeah. Uh, uh, and next to Tanya's is a sex shop called Pigmart. Pigmart. Yeah. Pigma- Seriously, Pigmart. Yeah, Pigmart. And they sell sex toys and things like that. 
pig mark. Oh, that is pig one of those mark. fetishes that I have never. You know what? Let's just not. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <sighs> Basically, yeah. the the point is this: this city has um gone down the tubes. Yeah, to let like a little quaint little downtown area of a small town turn into this. You have to try what, to mess this place up. What what great civic leadership on the part of? I wonder who it could be. Let's look yeah. around for the largest, highest placed name. <laughs> what does that billboard say with the showgirls? It says visit something. Um, toxic waste. She's got booby tassels. It's in the big, uh, wide shot uh, of Marty standing in the middle of the parking near lot, the, near around the, eleven seconds in. There's just this showgirl with booby tassels. Uh, visit. Uh, visit. That, that looks. Like, that looks like a shot from Metropolis. Oh, uh, it says visit Biff's. Biff's. Oh my! Of course it is. Yeah. But she kind of looks like Metropolis. You know. She yeah. does a little bit. Anyway, uh, welcome bikers. <laughs> Stuff off in the distance. This is. Yeah, there's uh, the Bangkok. There's a hellhole, and yeah. then Bangkok. Fun times. Sauna and Asian massage. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then there's a uh, hardcore nude movies peep show place mm-hmm. next to that. Um, there's a there's a lot, and then and then of course there's a pawn shop because because you got to get rid of your rings and and things and uh, you know keep go back into the casino and lose the rest of your money. <laughs> there's pigs ado- adult toys. God, um, why Ugh, just. Why, why is the forget about it, the Chris? Bail- it's Cannonville. I love, I love that the bad rap bail bonds is upstairs. There's just like an arrow painted on a. I got a bad rap. Uh, bail bonds, yeah. bail bonds, bail bonds, man. Man, just a tank rolling through town. That's great. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Good. I'll say this about the uh, the toxic. Uh, reclamation plant is it's just randomly exploding outside like, <laughs> like, like just, what are the fumes coming off of this thing are they epa approved i don't think so there's just the, sparks there's just does, sparks. does the epa have any power in tannenville this reminds me of the bad neighborhood in tim burton's batman like the 89 one. Oh, absolutely there was a bad neighborhood in that city <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the beginning, the 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 rich guys, they the the, the rich family, they walk through this bad neighborhood and get mugged. We look they like tourists. Mugged. Yeah, I just yeah, were they supposed to be? Were they supposed to be a rich family? I thought they were kind yeah. of like upper middle, middle class. class. Well, okay, upper middle class, maybe. But but they were like, well, you look yeah. like tourists. You know, I thought no, they I mean, were supposed. No. I thought they were supposed to be like suburban, like uh, you know, visitors who well, were just they, not streetwise. We, weren't we supposed to assume that they were the Waynes? Wasn't that? Yeah. Wasn't wasn't the idea that we were supposed to assume they were the Waynes? Yeah, the fake out is you think like, oh, we're about to watch Thomas and Martha Wayne die. Oh. Then you see Batman and you're like, oh, wait, what is this? And then, yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting because the the death of the Waynes had never been captured on film at that point. So. That's true. But since then, several dozen times. Yes. (laughs) Each more riveting than the last. So then Marty gets a good look at the tower. (laughs) And uh, then we get our deleted scene uh, featuring the return of Dave McFly. Oh, which I had you guys watch before. This. <laughs> Poor Dave. 
That was super depressing. He has a real uh, Lewis from Ghostbusters vibe about him in that. Yeah. He, scene. Dave, has, his, he has some wide, wild swings in possibilities for his life. Like, yeah. you know, because in, in, you know, the original timeline in, in the true universe, um, he's just kind of miserable. And then uh, and he's then in the impro- at, he's working at Burger King. Yeah. And in the improved universe, he's like, I'm, I'm in the office. I wear a suit every day. It's really nice. <laughs> and then in this universe, oh, he's just a drunk. It's it's no middle ground for him. He seemed happiest when he was working at Burger King. That's possible. <laughs> he actually did. That's actually the stick true. up his butt was smaller. Yeah. Um, yeah, it happens right before, uh, right before he sees the Biff Tannen museum. Um, also, I know uh, we've already made a couple of references to, to Tannenville looking a lot like something out of fallout, but this, like this scene right here, I don't know if you ever played fallout new Vegas mm-hmm. is very like when you get to Vegas and you see like the casinos, like the, the sort of the vibe around you, like, you know, the, the destroyed cars, everything, the death, the misery, the, whatever your radio station you have playing in the background gets overwhelmed by the, the, the terrible sort of 50s music and, and art and cheapness of these casinos as you walk up to them and they overwhelm your view and that is exactly what this feels like mm-hmm. it's uh it's pretty crazy there's a, there's so much going on there's so many prostitutes walking out of this casino <laughs> I also I love that um not only does it claim well i I like the idea that like biff as here's the difference between Biff and Donald Trump okay. there's one main difference what's that and the biggest difference is that Donald Trump claims to have worked hard for his money um, <laughs> and and doesn't seem to be giving his father any credit whatsoever yeah uh, whereas Biff isn't taking any credit. He's just like, no, I'm just the luckiest man on earth. I'm the luckiest man on earth. And as a result of my luck, I am also the richest, most powerful man in America. That's uh well, that's, that's, that's a sort of honesty. There's a, there's a sort of integrity there that I'm not going to say I respect, but Hey, go Biff. Hi, I'm Biff Tan. <laughs> One time I found out that my best friend's son can travel through time. So I stole an almanac <laughs> from 2015 I made sports bets throughout time and history, making lots and lots of money. <laughs> you know that that is take that is working in a way. He he uh, he showed uh, initiative and drive and go gettedness across multiple timelines. <laughs> well, well, this Biff didn't. The other Biff did. Yeah, God. yeah. It's uh it's the, the Biff the Biff that was thwarted thwarted in his attempt to rape Lorraine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And somehow became like a quaint um auto detailing uh shop owner who then later um you know stole a DeLorean and went back in time. It's um yeah. I we brought this up last week, but there's a big there's like a massive plot hole in this. Like just a plot hole the size of a Buick, which is that if 2015 Biff doesn't exist in 2015 after dropping <laughs> off the almanac, then how did he drop off the almanac? Yeah. Oh boy. It's a it's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah, how did yeah, how did he go back, drop it off and then come back to 2015 that no longer exists? 
Yeah. Oh. And how did he get the almanac at all? Dun dun dun. Doc was in a uh, insane asylum, as we find out later. Oh. It's just none oh, of it makes yeah. sense. Well, that's one of the problems with time travel in almost every movie. Is if you really think about it, it doesn't work. Living yeah. next to the frog kid at the netwit school. Well, it's when you... It's you gotta when suspend you your disbelief, Scott. It's when you specifically do stuff like this. Like this, like, back and forth, timey-wimey thing. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, the first Back to the Future is great because it's simple. Yeah. And then the third Back to the Future, again, it's simple. This one overcomplicates things. And oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that, that's uh, like in the first one, like you have a few minutes in 1985 and then like 90 percent of the movie takes place in, in the 50s. And then in the third one, you have a few minutes in 85 and then 90 percent of the movie takes place in 1885. But in this one, they're like, no, 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 no. Let's go ahead and theoretically bop around and play with like all these different timelines and see what we can what we can do. And it just kind of. I don't know. I mean, I have to say two is is my uh, my least favorite of the three. Um, it is yeah. it is the darkest. It is sort of like the most. I mean, as we see here now, as we've been discussing all week, it, it is the darkest timeline. It is the most miserable. Mm -hmm. um, and and so many bad things happen. And I, I just as a kid, when I saw this, it was. This was the one I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch that one again. And then I watched Back to the Future 3 and I was like, I want to watch that over and over again. That's interesting because I, I – I, this is also my least favorite sequel now as an adult. But as a kid, I loved it. I watched it all the time. Mm. Like it, it – the darkness got to me. Yeah. And CinemaSins would have written so many horrible jokes about this movie if it had come out now. <laughs> They've uh, they've already they they're actually if you look at the deleted scene there's a video for everything wrong with Back to the Future Two by Cinemasins. Well, <laughs> I'm sure it features great insight, top notch writing, and lots of uh, lots of really uh, really uh, uh, witticisms. God, it's making me stupider just thinking about it. Let's keep going. So that's what you sound like when you're sarcastic. Good to know. <laughs> Not good at it. I'm, I'm, I'm too good at being genuine. Yeah, um, yeah. So in the 67 draft, we last left Marty in the cemetery. And when he goes to read the tombstones, he finds George Douglas McFly, uh, born April 1st, 1938, died March 15th, 1973. And then Marty has a realization that March 15th, 1973 was the date of the accident that George almost died in, that he he got to that hospital, and the hospital is being dedicated to him in 2015. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. And so this okay. is this is how that's what this was paying off, um, which is uh, I think interesting. Um, he also comes across a historical monument of someone named William Bill Hill. Uh, oh. with a with a grove of trees, um, but then he goes to uh, look for the hospital, but there is no hospital. Instead, it's a gigantic Las Vegas style high rise hotel complex. <laughs> so it actually replaces the hospital, not the courthouse square. Hmm. Yeah. Not sure whether that's better or worse. I'm not sure. I like it because it's new. 
because because uh, the Back to the Future movies have a tendency of repeating themselves, mm-hmm. um, which is charming to a certain extent. Uh, but sometimes it it can get a little up its own ass a little. <laughs> um, but I uh, I think I like this um, as far as like what this movie was trying to do anyway. Um, and then uh, he's walking around the lobby and then that's when he finds the uh, sort of like mini uh, shrine museum or whatever for Biff stuff. The Biff um, Museum. My goodness. Uh, we we get a little bit of the 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 Biff Museum and the Biff Tannen story. I think the minute ends just when he was like ta- when they start talking about like the Biff, the Tannen family. Mm-hmm. You know the Biff Tannen Museum isn't that much tackier than like a, a Bubba Gum Shrimp Museum uh, restaurant. You know. Well, we don't see inside of it, so we don't know. Well, no, I mean just like the front of it. Yeah. Well, but I mean like a Bubba Gump Shrimp is just based on the movie right i mean it's not no like- it, it, it's 100 percent based on the movie it's a shrine yeah, so it's to just, forrest gump have you like yeah, yeah like- but that's like being i mean like okay so the biff tannen thing like yeah it's a movie but within the context of this universe it is this guy like is there a donald trump museum i mean i, I could imagine he wants to make one and i imagine oh my god if he becomes president the donald trump like presidential library Ah. I mean, they'll probably just paint the Lincoln Memorial orange. I'll be honest. I'm looking at this wax uh, figure. That's terrifying. If I kind of wish Donald Trump dressed like that, like the the big 70s collar. Uh Yeah. Yeah. It's 1985 Uh, and he's just like, no, I don't need to change styles. Yeah. Seems like a thing he would do. And his his mutton chops. Yeah. Terrifying. You know, what's funny is that they said that they based uh, this Biff off of Donald Trump. I don't know that I believe them. I feel like they just be saying it because he sort of rose to prominent. Well, when did they start saying it? Was 2015 is when this uh, cropped up as, you know, when they were like the 30 year uh, anniversary. Yeah, that's um, around when they first started saying it because because if you remember, like if you look at like Donald Trump in like Home Alone two, he doesn't mm-hmm. look like this Donald Trump. Yeah, he looks like just like an, an oh god, I completely forgot young, he was in there. Yeah, yeah, he looks huh. like just like a youngish, like just guy who's rich. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't look like the the Donald Trump um, that we all know and love, right? Uh, so I feel like that's a retcon of history. I don't think that that's true. I don't think this guy's based on Donald Trump. That's entirely possible, but I I choose to believe that that this is the case. <laughs> I, it fits well within my my social media narrative. I see. I like it the other way. I like the idea that Donald Trump was one guy saw this movie and was like, "That's the guy I want to be." Oh, so so Donald Trump decided to model himself after. All right. After Biff Tannen. <laughs> the villain from this film that everybody loves. That is who I will be. He's the secret hero. That's the thing that nobody understands about this movie. Yeah. And I bet like when it comes to that like Star Wars Jedi or Sith stuff, Dar- uh, he, he imagines himself as Darth Trump. Yeah. I would imagine so. No irony. <laughs> None at all. Oh, that wax figure has not aged well. It is creepy. Super creepy. Uh, there's like a picture going around of um, 
of that wax figure. I think it's still around somewhere, and it is. It did not Ooh. hold up very well. A little too much time out in the sun. Yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, well, Scott, are you sure those aren't just photographs of Donald Trump? Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Oh, possibly. Oh, that's you terrifying. Be, you might be right. He there is a right. Donald Trump wax figure. <laughs> he looks like an orange, wow. orange wax figure. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh man! Google that, everyone. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. This. Uh. This. This is. Uh. This is. Uh. I'm having trouble thinking of things to say about this. It's just. It. It's like looking into our future. It is. So, like, even even if, and I acknowledge that it is a distinct possibility that they recognized, you know, that the, what was going on culturally, and that it, you know, is a good way to get attention to say, oh, we based. You know, the, the, the villain of these movies on on Donald Trump because he's ascendant in popular culture um, and political culture. Love that movie. Oh, it hurts so much. Anyway, but, you know, that that makes sense. And I can see that. And, and like, you know, if that is the case, OK, fine. It works. Um, blech. Blech. Oh, man. Um, yeah, it's, uh, the whole Donald Trump thing is, it's, it's interesting. It's There's a, uh, when that, when the tank drives, by, I don't, I don't want to drag this thing out, but I just want to say real quick, there is a, uh, a scene where the tank drives past, uh, one of the strip clubs and the strip club is advertising, uh, she worships you, you worship her. Yeah. And I actually think that that's a good relationship advice for, uh, for a strip club slogan. Yeah, that's actually that's a really good tagline that that will sell your product. Yeah. <laughs> and I think if you, if you love someone, you should kind of worship them in a way. And hopefully yeah. that person will reciprocate that level of devotion to you. Not in a way that's unhealthy or taking away from your own health. You should put towards that, yourself, you but put that on a on a on a Hallmark card. Totally. The whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> everything. <laughs> but the font will get smaller and smaller. <laughs> yeah. It just slowly fades. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this is a good week, guys. It, it was a good been. week. Thanks it for joining been. us, Chris. I I have enjoyed it. Oh my! All right. I, do, I you really a, have, uh, do you have a favorite part in? Yeah, in mm-hmm. part three. A favorite part in part three. Um, oh, that is a tough one. Like I like the uh, I like the fight in the uh, at the dance. You know, with the throwing the pie plate and Marty, like you know, with the cult peacemaker. Calling back to to Back to the Future Two, where he's like, "Oh yeah, Old West Shootout. I know how to play this." Oh yeah, because you know video games are such great training material for anyway. Um, and also, also when he gets hanged and they almost killed Michael J. Fox, that would also be a great moment. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I always forget that happens. Oh man, that's yeah. gonna be a heartbreaking week. All right. Yeah, they almost actually killed Michael J. Fox. All right, we uh, I've got that in my notes. So uh, we will call upon you again for season three. I I, uh, eagerly await being called upon to return to duty. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we'll be back next week with with another guest and a new set of minutes. In the meantime, you can go to our website, duelinggenre.com, where you can go check out our other podcasts like The Doctor's Companion or Doctor Who podcast that should be coming back this weekend on Sunday uh, with our second season of that show. Uh, of specifically of Doctor Who, the long way around, where we talk about uh, every episode uh, or the second episode of every Doctor in order of Doctor, 
Um, and uh, we'll be we'll be we're actually gonna have a few guests on uh, this Ooh. season, so that should be fun. Yep. And then uh, and then Geek by Night, our original audio drama, which so Nick and I executive produce, and Chris stars in as Jeff Gibson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you should definitely check that out. Uh, and uh, while you're at it, go check out our Patreon page, duelinggenre.com slash support. Go check out the rewards and our, our goals and things like that. And if it seems like something worthy of your time, it really does help us a lot. Um, just a lot, a lot. Uh, you have no idea. So any anything uh, you can throw our way, we would really appreciate that. Uh, and of course, special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, David Jeffries, for going above and beyond on the Patreon page. Um, that's, uh, that's amazing. Uh, and then, of course, as always, the other podcasts in the Minute family, Star Wars Minute or Patriarchs, and then our brothers and sisters at Indiana Jones Minute, Jaws Minute, Rathacon Minute, and Alien Minute. We'll see you next week.